0: Welcome to episode two of the Dear Dumbs podcast. Thanks to everyone who listened to episode one that I released a couple of days ago. And for all your feedback and tips and advice on how to improve things. So a couple of little bits of housekeeping. Um, So I've got a Twitter account set up now. So... You can find it by searching for Deodums. So the handle is at Deodums. Give it a follow follow if you'd like. I also have an email, dio at deodums.com. So go ahead and shoot me an email if you want to get in touch or if you've got a story you'd like to tell. You can maybe hook hook up an interview. So in episode one, I told, I guess what you could categorize to be a ghost story. For episode two, I want to get into an experience I had which very firmly falls within the category of UFO or UAP, which appears to be the new terminology have seen going around um, this is an experience that happened back in 2017 um, although I should say there's actually two experiences I want to cover here because they're very similar the first of which happened in 2017 the next one happened in 2022 late 2022 so fairly recent and I was having trouble coming up with a good name for this episode so i'm just going to call it something very simple this episode is called two ufo sightings in 2017 i had moved back to perth for a period of about 4 months i had been living in sydney on the east coast of australia And had moved back to Perth just to see family and catch up and have a little bit of a a break from work before returning back to Sydney and continuing on with a, a new job. So it was in between jobs I guess you could say so it was a good opportunity to go back and see some people I hadn't seen in a long time. And so I was staying in a house near the Swan River in a suburb called Claremont, if you're interested and want to look it up. And I was going on daily runs, so I created a little route that I would go on every day And it was on this run in the middle of the day, bright blue skies, sunny day, that I saw very strange craft. When I finished this route, this run, it was probably about half an hour or 20 minutes. I would end it on this pier on the Swan River. So I would run down this pier. It's like an old, old wooden pier that sometimes there'd be fishermen on there, um, that sort of thing, or maybe there'd be kids running around and jumping off and swimming in the river, There's that sort of thing. But on this particular day, nobody was there. But anyway, when I finished my run, I would run down this pier and I would tap the end of the pier. There's a little wooden, uh, wooden pole sort of at the end of it, and, and that would signal, the end of my run for myself and I would pull my phone out of my pocket and I would stop the little timer and um, see how long it took me, that sort of thing. And then I would um, you know, put my hands on my hips, catch my breath, maybe do some stretches, that sort of thing. So I liked to end my run, my course, in this particular location. And so on this day, in 2017, it was the middle of the day, probably Probably about two o'clock in the afternoon, blue sky sunny day, as I said, and i was had just finished the run, I was catching my breath and warming warming down. I was probably doing a couple of stretches, and I just happened to look up into the sky over the river, and what I could describe as a it was initially a blob, but it was floating towards me. And on the course that it was going on, it was going to go pretty much directly over my head. Um, and I could tell that just by the way it was moving and its speed. It wasn't moving super fast or anything. It was, um, it was a decent, it was moving at a decent pace, but not absurdly fast. Um, and it caught my eye. I initially thought, oh, this must be a balloon, what else could it be? But as it got closer, I sort of noticed that it was, you know, if it was a balloon, it it was three balloons um, that were in tight, uniform formation. Each balloon, I would say, or each of these spherical structures, I should say, was probably about the size of, uh, probably about like, it's a good measurement, Um, probably like uh, the size of a motorbike or the size of a, um, maybe like your average car, each ball was probably about the size of half of your average car or the bonnet, the front engine housing area, it's probably about that big. Um, And so there were three of those, so all three of those in tight uniform combination together were probably about the size of a car, a big car, um, when they were all close together like that. So it was by no means a small object and by no means a small balloon, if it was in fact a balloon. But yeah, as as it was coming closer, I noticed that they were kind of moving in formation um, and kind of orbiting around each other kind of. Um, but it was kind of like a rigid formation. Um, of course, if it was a, they were balloons, they could have been connected by some sort of plywood structure or something that was keeping them in that formation, but I didn't see anything like that. Um, also, on the surface of some of the balloons, as I was getting a good look at them, it was probably um, maybe, I want to say maybe... Just, 200 or 300 meters in the air above me so with the naked eye that's that appears pretty close I do have some video footage which I'm going to share as well in the show notes and on the um, episode website as well at deardumps.com so you'll be able to you'll be able to see this footage for yourself It'll be uploaded on YouTube I'll embed it on that page and I'll yeah I'll give the link to the YouTube as well on the show notes if you want to go directly to it Um, and yeah, so as this object was getting closer, I noticed it sort of had intermittently some of the spheres would have a sort of an oily shine to them. So, you know, that soapy rainbow color that appears in a kitchen sink when um, there's soap in the water, that sort of rainbow oil color, it was that sort of thing. It was sort of sheening and reflecting that, and it would kind of go invisible a little bit. But hard to say whether that was just glare from the sun, which was making the sphere kind of blend in of the background of the blue sky more. It could have been that, but it almost looked like it was going translucent and then it would be this like oily rainbow colour and then it would, for lack of a better way of saying it, re-solidify. So it would almost intermittently go this rainbow colour, then... Resolidify and go back to sort of this gray, just plain old gray, um, <clears throat> gray color. Um, and it was definitely catching the sunlight as well. So most logical explanation for it was that it was three Mylar, I think it's called Mylar balloons. So it's that sort of metallic, shiny metallic balloon. Um, material, three of those attached together with plywood, um, so they were in a little bit of a formation. That's the best explanation I can um, come up from it. Come up for it, the most non paranormal explanation, um, and they were getting pushed along by a fairly strong breeze, um, in order for it to move that way, but. Um, you know that being said, I'm not 100% convinced that it was that. Um, there, at the time, there was a um, something called the Royal Show on in in the Claremont area, and that happens every year. And it's that one of those things where it's you know, farmers from the local area outside of the city. You know, would come in and they would have their best show cattle and their best uh, show animals and there might be sheep dogs that are running around doing a competition um, and then there's those sort of cheap rides, little roller coasters and, and things like that and um, circus people and all that sort of stuff. So one of those events was on so I was thinking, well, maybe... Maybe something got released from that and the wind is blowing it. Although it's worth noting that the direction that this thing was going in was back towards in the general direction of the Royal Show. So if it was something that got released from that, it would have blown away and then it was the wind changed and it was blowing back. So that's that's what, I don't know. That's, uh, obviously it could have been that, but that's, that's the best the best explanation, rational explanation I can come up with. Um, so, all right. So if it wasn't that, what was it? Obviously, this falls into UFO category. Um, for the life of me, I got a really good look of it. You'll be able to see the video footage as well. I encourage you to do that if you're interested in, in that. Um, just for the life of me, I couldn't identify it. So... Very strange thing to see floating around in the sky, even if it was a balloon structure, it was just bizarre. It's not something you see every day um The way it was moving and turning and 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 flipping around was quite strange, and it was moving at quite a strong pace um quite a well medium pace um wasn't super fast, as I said earlier, but it was it was going um, yeah. So, I guess I was just glad I had my phone on hand and I was able to, because I had it for the run, as I said, I was tracking how long my runs were taking at, at that time, and so I had my phone on hand and it was one of those cases where I didn't want to look down to set up camera recording and look up and I would have missed it, so... <laughs> but uh, it did. I did lose a few seconds with my eyes not on it. But I managed to get the recording working and and capture about 10 to 15 good seconds of it before uh, the camera got, or the view got obstructed by buildings and trees and other things. And so jumping forward a few years now to 2022, December, 2022. um, And we're now back in Sydney on the East coast of Australia. Again, bright blue, sunny day. I was just walking down the street very close, I was in the Bondi Beach area. Bondi has a very famous beach that a lot of people who aren't Australian would potentially have heard that name before. Um, And yeah, I was just walking down the street looked up and there was a very similar type of craft it wasn't moving as fast I think it was just one object it wasn't multiple and um, and it was floating off away from me I got some video footage of it as well there's some other people who were in the street there was just a, a Spanish couple who was buying a ticket for a parking ticket using the little machine by the side of the road to buy their ticket, and I said, hey, look at that, and you can hear me talking to them in the video footage I'll supply as well. So two videos um, will be uploaded, and I'll put the links to them in the show notes, as I said. Um, And yeah, this object was, um, I don't really know to describe it other than that it was a sphere object it was pretty far away I didn't get as better as uh, as good a look at at it as I did the one from 2017 but um yeah again what could have it been obviously the candidate the lead candidate is that it was a balloon it's worth noting that in December 2022 we had the World Cup soccer on Um, bondi region has a lot of people expats from europe and and whatever living there and there was lots of celebrations going on i remember that month it just was pretty hard to sleep at night because you'd be hearing parties and people shouting and at the tv and all that sort of thing um and okay so was this balloon like a giant soccer ball from a some sort of event or celebration that got accidentally released. Could have been something like that, although I think the footage speaks for itself. Um, And you'll be able to see it's definitely not that sort of thing. Um, So I, I managed to film it for around a minute or so and then it just drifts off out of view and my camera couldn't focus on it anymore. I was zooming in, I was doing the pinch zoom on my iPhone to get in as far as I could. I'll also include some footage where I've zoomed in a lot more just using some software on my computer just to get a bit more of a blown-up look at it. Um, so I'll provide that, that footage as well. You'll be able to infer the size yourself from looking at the video but just to describe it here it's pretty big. I would say it was probably about, it was probably about the size of two cars, or maybe the size of a a mini, uh, a van, so a minibus, yeah, I would say it was probably about the size of a minibus, that's the best, probably the best way to describe its size, Um, and yeah, if you look at the video, you'll be able to see how I came to that conclusion. You get a bit of perspective from some of the surrounding trees and buildings. Um, and then when I zoom in from that, it, it helps give a little bit of perspective of its size. So a lot bigger than the first structure. And therefore, if it, if it was a balloon, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty big anomaly to have a balloon that large flying around, loose in the air, not to mention Pretty dangerous. It's at helicopter level, it's at light aircraft level and I'd hazard a guess that it was at a very similar altitude to the first object I saw back in 2017. So with my description of these two stories out the way, these two UFO sightings, it's probably a good time to dive into some research I've done. So, it goes without saying, there's a lot of UFO research and data and um, sightings online. So, I've made a point to focus on the specifics of my sighting, sightings, I should say. Um, In the first instance with the 2017 case, So, what's of interest from that case? So, I obviously, I described that uh, translucent rainbow-coloured oily phenomenon where the spheres appeared to be transitioning back and forth between this sort of oily rainbow colour and a more physical-looking metallic grey colour. And then obviously the formation of all three of them in close close proximity to one another and the, the tumbling nature of them. So this the three of them were sort of tumbling in unison. And then in the case of the 2022 sighting, um, obviously that craft was a lot larger. I described it as being about the size of a minibus. It was... In the space of um, a few minutes, it was out of sight and it couldn't be seen anymore. And another thing I want to bring up, I was unsure as to whether bring it up or not, or not, because it it might be a bit of an illusion from the camera. So I did notice that it looks like there's really fast versions of the object flying around it, and I only noticed this after I'd done the I had recorded it and I looked back on it in slow motion back on my computer after I downloaded the video off my phone and I couldn't really determine whether or not is are they simply just birds flying around chasing insects in the sky in the foreground like near closer to me like in the same street I am in the sky above the street that I was standing in and they just keep flying in front of the camera whereas the object I'm recording is obviously quite far away in the distance so is is that's what's causing that illusion um, of little crafts flying around Um, potentially you know it could just be birds little sparrows flying around Um, that being said again, um, i'll de- I'll detail it in the in the video in where I zoom in um, and uh, you can see for yourself what I mean, but yeah, I definitely want to flag that I'm unsure about that. I'm leaning towards it being birds, but at the same time, there are some cases in the footage which it almost looks identical to the craft. Um, and as the craft proceeds size of them also seems to recede. So I hope I'm starting to give the impression that I'm fairly skeptical of UFO sightings. I think it's important to make an effort to try and explain, debunk as much as possible. There's nothing more cringe than finding some UFO footage online or some story that somebody's putting out there where they're obviously ignoring certain facts and, and aspects to what they saw in order to try and bolster the case that it's a UFO. You know, something might be obviously a party balloon or something like that. Um, I think The History Channel is, is pretty notorious for this. Um, In research for this episode, I've came across a lot of history channel excerpts on YouTube um, where they're just creating some hour-long show out of just some ridiculous five seconds of footage of what is fairly obviously a balloon. Um, That being said... um, There are cases like mine where it's on the border of the balloon category, Uh, but there's just something about it which is a little bit strange, which makes you question it a little bit more. And I think it's worthwhile exploring the possibilities a little bit more in those cases, especially given the time we're in right now. So at the time of recording, we're in March, late March of 2023. Over the last few months, there's um, been a lot of press. There's been a lot of uh, UFO sightings and uh, announcements from government authorities and what have you in the US regarding UFOs. It all... Started off with um, there was a sighting of a Chinese spy balloon, um, and then as a result of that, there was a, a flurry of sightings which um, supposedly were not categorised as as Chinese and therefore were unidentified, and that threw the press into a flurry. Found it really interesting that the the authorities moved back from their uap designation and started using the ufo designation again so uap so unidentified aerial phenomenon was a new term created by uh, military types by government types in order to remove stigma from you know the ufo term so I found it interesting they they went back to UFO because that sort of implies that it was within their interest to appeal to the public psyche because not many people have heard the UAP term. So uh, I mean that's a can of worms to get get into that area of things, sort of some psyop territory. Um, I don't think we'll ever really know what happened over those. Those couple of weeks, and it was really bizarre. We had um, NORAD fighter jets um, around the border of um, United States and Canada shooting down unidentified flying objects. It's incredibly bizarre. Um, so anyway, that's the context in which this episode has has been created, and it sort of sparked. It sort of reminded me about my two sightings and I think the fact that I managed to get both of them on video was worthwhile making a bit of an effort to to document those experiences and and share them for other people to analyze. One object, which was uh, was a, a series of static photographs released by the Pentagon Um, showed an object which I felt kind of quite uh, looked sort of like the 2017 object I saw Um, so I'll provide a link to an article that has those photos so if you've gone and looked at the 2017 footage that I've shared a link to in the show notes um, um, you'll also be able to find a link to an article there as well that I'll put below that for the Pentagon static image that was released from, it was just taken by one of their, the head cam on one of their fighter pilots, I believe. So there's some sort of similarities there. Um, feels to be a, well, it's hard to judge the size from the image, but it just feels like it's a similar sort of size and similar sort of shape. Um, in regards to the rainbow phenomenon I described from the 2017 sighting. Again, I found a few articles discussing that sort of thing. Um, Nothing, uh, no great journalism, let me put it that way, so I'm not going to share any uh, links in the show notes unless, of course... I find some in the meantime after I finish this recording. But, um, yeah, there are some descriptions of that type of phenomenon. Um, I've seen it being described as a side effect of an interdimensional drive. So this craft might be an interdimensional thing, and as it's sort of uh walking the tightrope walking the line between another dimension it's sort of uh it 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 fades in and out and th- so if we were to run with that idea for a second the rainbow color sort of oily shining invisible phenomenon i witnessed that was Transitioning from that to a sort of a solid grey would have been this sort of this craft floating back and forth between some other sort of dimension. Obviously, that sounds completely bonkers, but interesting nevertheless. And continuing on with the 2017 sighting, the formation of orbs is something that's been recorded um, and spoken about and documented in a lot of other cases. The proximity of the spheres, the orbs, um, in my sighting was very close. They were very tightly tightly coupled um, and, and close to one another to the point where they almost looked attached. So it could have very well been just the one structure. Again, if you look at the video, you'll be able to see that for yourself. Um, So yeah, that's another similarity um, to things that have been documented elsewhere. It's worth mentioning. Also the tumbling nature of them. Um, They sort of roll around, um, or the whole whole object sort of rolls around, um, flipping from side to side. In a sort of a uncontrolled way, it's heading in a. It's, it remains heading in the same direction, but it sort of rolls around. Um, again, I've seen footage online of, of very similar, very similar objects. I saw one piece of footage which I've been trying to track down. It was a few months ago. I saw it, and I almost thought wow, okay, someone's found my footage that I uploaded a couple of years ago on a random YouTube account, which I've since deleted. And they're using that in this video when they're trying to make UFO content or whatever, because it was almost identical to what I saw. And moving on now to the 2022 sighting in Bondi, the much larger craft moving off into the distance that I managed to capture a little bit of footage of. So I discussed this earlier, probably the strangest part of this sighting was this ambiguity over whether, okay, are there very fast things flying around this object or are they just birds getting caught in the camera footage that are in the foreground closer to me? I described that a little earlier. So having had a look online for this type of phenomenon, there is this sort of um, this categorization of some UFOs as, as being like a mothership type of thing that has smaller craft that fly in and out really fast, so almost like scouts. I've heard them being described as scouts. If I can find a good article that goes through that, I'll I'll share a link in the show notes too. Um, It's sort of, yeah, it's interesting. It sort of makes sense. You would, so you can imagine our species, human beings in a few thousand years as, or a few hundred years even, as we've developed out probes that are far more advanced. Imagine, you know, the NASA probes that we send to Mars, imagine what they're going to be like in a hundred years. It would sort of make sense in a way, you know, you would have a a sort of a a central craft that maybe is responsible for communications and a variety of other, other things. And then you would have smaller scout vehicles that are much faster and they're able to, to go out investigating and looking at things mm-hmm. and they intermittently fly back and forth from this, this larger craft. So, yeah, I found, found a bit about that. And from what I could see in the quote-unquote UFO community, Online, they refer to those them as scouts. Um, please let me know uh, if you're a UFO buff and you have any more information. I'd be really curious to know more about that. Just reach out to me on Twitter or email me or something like that at diodums or do at diodums.com. I'd be pretty keen to get some more information on that. That being said, as I mentioned earlier, I'm leaning towards it being birds in the foreground. At best, it's probably a combination of both. So maybe there are a couple of birds, but maybe at the same time, I am capturing something a bit more strange. And um, I've done the best job I can in the video footage. It's, um, so there's two, there's two, videos that I've uploaded from the 2022 sighting that I encourage you to have a look at if you're interested. One I've just labeled as the original and one I've labeled as the analysis. In the analysis, that's where I zoom in and slow it down a lot. And that's where you could get a glimpse of what I'm talking about. I, there's a few frames where a very similar, almost identical shaped craft flies in very close to the object. And what I'm playing with in my mind is, okay, is this just like a bird moving really fast that's blurred out, that's really close to me? It's not anywhere near the object. The object's very far away. The bird's very close to me. Is this bird just flying in front of the camera and it just gives this illusion? Or is it actually something that's in the proximity of the object, way in the distance with it, but it's just moving incredibly fast? So have a look, see for yourself. Um, I think... You, I've shown this to a few people and they sort of concur with me. It's, it's hard to determine, but it is weird footage. Um, so, yeah, again, I'd be curious to know what you think and feel free to comment on Twitter, YouTube, um, or reach out to me if you, if you want to discuss it. In, or if you have a similar, similar sighting, that'd be cool. And if I don't think you're a crazy person or we'll hook up an interview. Or maybe my threshold is as you know, as long as you're not any more crazy than what I am. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a little bit crazy. And with that I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to say about these two stories, at least for now. I've been meaning to Get them off my chest and document them for quite a while. So, feels good to have got them laid down. Thanks for listening to episode two of the Dear Dumbs podcast. For episode three, I'm weighing up a few options. I've got a ghost story from France from the early early to mid two thousands that might cover off. I think it was about 2009 that it happened. Um, also, a couple, of, a couple of childhood stories as well, which are worth mentioning. One that sounds a little bit bonkers, but um, so I'm, I'm hesitant to, to actually say it, but uh, <laughs> it's one involving what appeared to be a talking cat. Or a cat that was trying to talk, and having looked online, that appears to be a bit of a phenomenon that's been recorded, so um, I want to dig into that story a bit, but yeah, that's a childhood memory I have, which I thought was quite strange, It's me and a few other kids experienced that, so I wasn't alone. All right.